scene, as the scene goes on, the eyes get lower and lower and lower. Yo, black ties is the shit, son. Straight up. You know, <laughs> first it's like, yeah, black tie, your eyes around in the beginning. This is when you catch me on the side of the stage before showtime, hitting some black tie, getting my head right, right before we go on stage in front of like, a hundred thousand raging fans and a lot of times that's when I create a lot of that shit on the fly. I love the hit man. It's flavors. You can you can taste you can really taste it. Shit. I already feel that shit too. I feel good. Floating. Black tie keep you hot. Mm. What's up? Black tie is proper. They get it right. Wonder. Put down on that list, they bombing that list. Rolling that fist, raising that fist, like that, like that, like this, like this, scratching that shit, terrorist piss, a monster that miss, avoiding that trick, lost in the abyss, searching got frisk, EDM got this, track got flipped, Lord in the mix, ass got kicked. Kelsey, your head pilot. Hey, Mandy, you're listening to Pilot Lights, the podcast where Gal and her pals celebrate their love of weed, snacks, and TV. Woohoo! Mainly, Mandy is an aspiring jack of all trades. She's done burlesque, stand-up comedy, traditional theater, has recently started a YouTube channel, and makes a decent bath bomb. She prefers bowls to bongs, but won't say no to free weed in any form. We met Really, I think when you did the grown-ass adult spelling bee with us last February, two Februarys ago now. So thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. That was a lot of fun. I'm a terrible speller, but it was a lot of fun. The experience itself. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe it was two years ago and I can't get, wait to get back to planning weird shit because no. I just saw that P Home's opening in August. <gasps> Is it really? Mm -hmm. I'm very excited. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's really exciting. Oh, yeah. that's so cool. <laughs> so real quick, what is your relationship to cannabis in a nutshell? I am very much a, a late bloomer when it comes to cannabis. I didn't start smoking really regularly until, geez, after college. It was mm -hmm. really only the last few years that I got really it. I think it just helps that I, I was always like around people who would smoke it, but mm -hmm. I just wouldn't do it myself. I was very straight edge for a long time. And I was also just very paranoid that I'd be, that I would be the person that would get caught, you know? And right. I know I'm like, I'm like the whitest white girl ever. So who really cares? But <laughs> I was still nervous about it. Yeah. So I just never really smoked that much. And then I had some friend or another who was like, you should just try it one time. If you don't like it, that's fine. Very low pressure. Yeah. And I, I liked it and made snacks more delicious. So <laughs> I honestly, in my opinion, makes yeah. everything just a little more fun. I, I enjoy it. I relied on it quite a lot during this pandemic. Thank God it exists because I probably wouldn't be nearly the same without it. Oh, same. <laughs> Okay, so here's my next hard-hitting question for mainly Mandy. If you were stranded okay. on a desert island, what's the one snack you'd want to have? The one snack I'd want to have? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so hard. I know. Probably like a, just like a classic brownie. Ooh, that's an excellent choice. I, I think it sounds slightly boring, but there's just something about a classic melts-in-your-mouth brownie yeah. that just is perfect. Mine would be popcorn because it's my favorite food all mm. the time. Like, I'm probably going to have it for so dinner. Good. It's bad. Like how much of it I eat. Do it. It's okay. Do you do you like to like add stuff to your popcorn or are you just like plain popcorn? Like what's your kind of It depends situation? on my mood. If I'm like really tired, it's just like butter and salt because I'm like tired and I need a comforting thing and I just want to go to bed. Yeah. And I just started new totally job fair. <laughs> where I'm working 10 hour days. So that happens sometimes. But usually I love little lads. Like it's a problem. Ooh, like yes. Yeah, is I that love a it. problem or is that a solution? 
I mean, it's <laughs> all the things is what it is. And so I make my own like version of that at home with like dill and nutritional yeast and salt and stuff like that. And then like my kid really likes to doctor up popcorn. So sometimes she'll be like, I'm going to make us popcorn. And she'll like go into the spice closet and get real creative. And it's pretty cute. So Great. yeah. I love taking popcorn and adding copious amounts of butter, like way too much butter. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like enough same. butter to kill somebody. And then Parmesan cheese. Oh yeah. And some garlic powder. Yeah. Yeah, is, that's oh, such, such a good combination. Oh, yeah, that sounds really good. Maybe I'll do that tonight. It'll stink up the house appropriately. No one else is home. It'll be time. worth it. Right. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. So before we take off, we need to complete our pre-flight checklist. Usually Riley does this. So like, right. bear with me, folks. <laughs> Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. It doesn't matter what you say. You can tell us your favorite popcorn topping. That review really helps us out sort of on the business end of things by moving us up the charts and helping other folks find us. And if you take a screenshot of your review and send it to us on like Instagram or via email, we will send you a sticker because we've got a lot of them and we like to send mail. I really like to send mail. Head over to pilotlights.com to learn more about our sponsors, our snacks, and find merch. There's so much merch. All of our Gal Pals merch is 50% off. Please get it out of my dining room. We have Tea Public merch. Sometimes it goes on sale. Keep an eye on those sales. You can get my face on a lot of things, which is incredible in my opinion. And if you want to help support the show, you can go to patreon.com forward slash pilot lights. We have all of our video episodes and debate club available at all of our levels. And if you join at the $5 and up level, you'll be in our sticker of the month club. And our very own Riley is going to be designing our May sticker. So stick around haha, for that. So I have some stoner products I want to talk about today. And today's stoner sponsor is the Kind Planners and Camp Laughing Grass. You can find them online at camplaughinggrass.com. So this summer, the Kind Planners and Camp Laughing Grass have partnered up to make Maine summer cannabis events happen, which is really exciting after a year stuck inside. So they are doing caregiver exchanges, which will be open to 21 plus and those with med cards so they can educate themselves on cannabis as medicine. There will be live music food and med cards available on site from chronic wellness maine they're going to be doing events on saturdays from four to nine throughout the summer including coming up this coming weekend may 15th i don't know my work schedule at the time of recording this yet so i don't know if i can go yet but i'm gonna try and then they're also doing one june 19th july 17th august 21st and september 4th and then a big harvest fest at the end of september kind planners host all sorts of events and then camp laughing grass is open and the kind planners will be your camp activity director all of the products this month are sponsored by Kind Planners, but are from the main only cannabis store out in Bridgeton. And so if you do go in there and mention this podcast, you'll get a free pre-roll. And they gave us just like a bunch of big baskets. And so this one is my new best friend. I don't know if you can see it. I can't see it. Yeah. Okay, so this is a four to one full spectrum tincture from Love Light Medicinals. They were one of our earliest sponsors. We really love them. Lauren's the sweetest. So this has in the entire bottle, 300 milligrams of CBD and 75 milligrams of THC. So basically in one dropper full, I get 10 milligrams of CBD and two and a half milligrams of THC. I am dealing with some like almost 40 joint problems right now that I get to go have some x-rays about in a couple of weeks. And I am working on concrete floors for 10 hour shifts all of a sudden. And so my body hasn't really liked me. But this shit is saving my life. It's so good because I don't get high. I'm glad you have it. I don't actually get high from it because like I do like two droppers in my smoothie that I take to work for breakfast and then like two droppers in a coffee that I bring to work for like my afternoon coffee. So I like dose myself twice throughout the day. And obviously I'm not getting high because it's five milligrams of THC and my tolerance is much higher than that at this point. Right. But I am getting at least 20 milligrams of CBD. And so that helps like my hips stay in a place that like doesn't hurt. I can walk around on concrete floors all day. I can be nice to people about it. It's very fun. And then also I'm going to try tonight this chewy vanilla lemon sugar cookie. This total has 50 milligrams of THC in it. I've been doing bong rips all day, so I'm already pretty high, but I'm just going to eat this because I don't have to work tomorrow and you only live once. Yeah. YOLO. What are you smoking tonight? I am just smoking just some run-of-the-mill indica, nothing fancy. Although I am doing it in my new bowl that I just got that has a little octopus on it, which That's I love. That's super cute. <laughs> That's adorable. Cute. Isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just got it off of like a random Etsy, sh- Etsy store. I yeah. love that. Cute. I feel like I need to name him. Are you snacking on anything tonight? 
I actually this just really ate good. a pizza or a couple couple slices of pizza. So I'm actually not snacking on anything at the moment. That's um, right. I'm drinking blueberry lemonade right now, Wait. which is delicious. I um, have some. So, yeah. and I walk, just eat dinner, so. which goes shockingly well with the mm. sugar cookie. Yeah, I bet. I <laughs> definitely had chips and salsa for like a late lunch, early dinner. <laughs> It happens. What awesome. does it say in your cup? What is on my cup? Yeah, I was just trying to read it. That's all. It looks like it said something. It says tubular. <laughs> okay. <And laughs> I got awesome. a I got a cricket when I was a wedding planner. Mm-hmm. And I needed a lot of cups that said things when I was high. <laughs> was That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> There's a whole thing. You know, I think the last time I actually saw you in person was a wedding. Because I think the last time I saw you in person was Kylie's wedding. Yes, you're right. My yeah. last wedding. Which I, I think ever... was your last wedding. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got out of wedding planning at just the right time because I think you did. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been broke had I not. Yeah. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Can't even imagine. Mm-mm. But that was a really fun wedding. They're such a lovely couple. It was. It was such a. They are. They're so ridiculous cute. Oh my God. I love them both so much. And it was such like a good way to go out and just be like, cool. It was the last one. Yeah. The uh, karaoke at the reception. Best mm. thing ever. I had never gone to a wedding with karaoke and that was amazing. It was so fun. They were like, this is our thing. This mm-hmm. is what we want to do. And I was like, great, let's do it. They're like, are we allowed? I'm like, you're allowed mm-hmm. to do whatever the fuck you want. I said that a lot to people. Right? You're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. <laughs> it's your wedding. It's your day. It's the one day you get to be as selfish as you want. Go yeah. bigger, whatever you want or small or do right. your thing. Like do your thing. <laughs> However you want this to be like, don't do it because someone said you had to or not because someone said you had to. Like, just do what you want. So before we watch the show, let's take a quick break to hear from our sponsors. And now a quick word about our sponsors, Vitae Glass. You can find them online at www.vitaeglass.com. Vitae Glass wants you to build your own bong. Redesigned for the 21st century smoker, these modular pieces will solve all your glass problems. They're modular so you know it's easy to clean, travel with, and it's interchangeable. And you know that I love clean glass. All their pieces can be mixed and matched so by adding new pieces to your collection, you will be able to create new bongs and new combinations. And since their pieces are modular, if you ever break one, you can simply replace the broken one without needing to buy a whole new bong. Every VTI piece comes within a unique wooden ring to match your own style, and you can build them as small or as tall as you'd like, up to six feet if you choose. They're also an eco-conscious company that not only smokes trees, but plants them too. In an effort to combat climate change, they plant one tree for every module of glass sold. They aim to plant one million trees by 2025. We really love our creation from Vitae Glass and can't wait to add more pieces to our collections. The super pretty wooden rings and different pieces are gorgeous and all of their pieces are really sturdy. If you want to try them out, make sure you let them know that Pilot Lights sent you by giving them the code PILOTLIGHTS. That's P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S at checkout. You'll get 12% off your first order. Again, you can find them at www.vitaeglass.com and make sure you use the code PILOTLIGHTS for 12% off your first order. Don't forget, they plant a tree for each modular piece you order, so let's help make this world a greener place together. make sure that your seat backs are in their upright and locked position because it's time for takeoff. We are at mainly Mandy's suggestion going to check out dating around because one of the things that Mandy talks about on her podcast is polyamory or not a podcast. You do a YouTube. I do a podcast. That's our difference right there. Exactly. Uh, there it is. <laughs> and you have a video that will be newly out tomorrow when we're recording, but out for a couple of weeks by the time this mm-hmm. comes out. What's it on? Yes. Um, it's about relationship anarchy and it's going to be very interesting. Yeah. (laughs) This is perfect. So now we're going to take a dive into cis straight culture and tell you everything that's wrong with it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. All the, all the problems. Yeah. So basically the premise of this show is that in each episode, one person goes on a bunch of different dates to see if there's anyone they want to go on a second date with. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool because it feels a little bit like getting, cause it doesn't have all the same like dramatic, I don't know, hyped reality of a normal reality TV show with dating. It's very much like you get to overhear somebody having the same date with five different people. So basically it's the British baking show of reality TV. 
Yeah. Something Great. like that. And it's, it's just it. very chill. It's really fun. And I like it. I, I you can just sit and just like, let them happen. And Perfect. Perfect. Nice. Yeah. This first guy we're watching is named Luke. And it says he may be a ladies man, but Luke is ready to settle down after some light drinking, deep kissing and one date's awkward, but adorable door snafu. All right. We ready to three, two, one, this shit. I think so. Yes. All right. Okay. Three, two, one, go. That was the most on time that's ever worked ever. <laughs> yeah. Cause. <laughs> oh, Luke, look at you and your motorcycle. I know. So, so suave. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's not even a, oh, he's on a suit and on a motorcycle on a suit. I don't like it. You don't like it. <laughs> See, he's suave. That's how you can tell when they're in a suit, you know? <laughs> These girls are cute as fuck though. I mean, lucky Luke. They are. They are. I would go on dates with all these girls. I know. I don't know that I would go on dates with all of them. They look a little young for me. Yeah, okay. I think they're young 20s. Yeah. Luke is mysterious. Mysterious. No white cis guy is mysterious. And if they are... I mean, they're... he's a very generic looking white dude. <laughs> yeah, he's in a suit and he drives a stupid motorcycle and goes to like this hipster bar to meet this girl. I mean, he's handsome. He's got a great smile. I already forgot his no, name. Just a little bit. Yeah. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> See, he just reminds me of a Chris because He's like, most generic. Right. Because like all the Chris's in the Marvel movies. Okay. So first he's with <laughs> Tiffany the and they're going yeah. for drinks. Oh, and the subtitle is, I hope you're not a yeah. serial killer. Isn't that what every girl thinks on a first date? Right. That's what we're all worried about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then this is Kate. So you see them all interspersed too, which is kind of interesting. Like they're edited, so you're seeing all the dates at once. Yeah. Um. Okay, so he's like judgy about her sake choice. Yeah. Do you like sake? (laughs) I like it cold. The last person that I dated, it was like his drink of choice. So I like definitely got used to drinking it cold. Um. You look great for 28. Fuck you, motherfucker. I'm sorry. The last two episodes, I've just ranted about age things. I'm getting really sensitive about almost 40. You want me to say you look great or would you prefer I not? I mean, I don't care whatever you feel, (laughs) but like, I'm not, I mean, that was kind of fishy. Yeah, I was fishing a little, but I wasn't meaning to. I'm just having a lot of rants about my age lately is really what's happening. Don't, don't worry about, it. I honestly, am starting to feel my age a little bit. I know, I know we're, I'm a little bit younger. I'm 33, but like the, just lately I've been noticing my ankle will just stop working for no reason. And when I sleep, I wake up sore and I don't know why. And I can only assume it's age and I don't like it. <laughs> yeah. It's really rough. It's, it's no fun. My knees hurt always my hip. I have to go to the doctor about my hip. Like grandma, come on. No. <laughs> Um, this girl just described herself as a mass hole and he had never heard that term. Yeah. He's like a sweet, innocent baby, apparently. Well, apparently he's he's just not bougie enough to ever have been to New England. Yeah, maybe. I forget where the show is like New Orleans. No, it's New York. Season two. I can't. Is New York. Okay. I think season two is in New Orleans. Okay. Oh, the Jersey girl. (laughs) <laughs> we just watched Jersey Shore. <laughs> He's oh, that's right, you did. Yeah, I think I just listened to that episode. <laughs> okay, the blonde girl's really pretty. I really like her her look. He's got this very like I don't know, yeah, boho look kind of. But she also has mass hole sensibilities, so she's like, I just want to smack everyone with a selfie stick every morning on my way to work. Just let me go to work. <laughs> Yep. Like she's cute, but she's tough. <laughs> she's also from Boston. We can tell. Yeah. Folks from Boston don't fuck around. They go from like, we that- won the world series to like, I'm gonna burn your house down in like 0. 0.2 seconds. <laughs> oh, it's the girl from Boston who told him he's not a serial killer. I, she's my favorite. I hope she wins. 
<laughs> I honestly don't remember who he picks for the second date. So this will be a surprise for me too. Great. Oh, you have to apparently look someone in the eyes when you cheers them. I've never heard this rule. Yeah, I, me either. I learned that from the show. Oh, straight <laughs> people have before. weird myths. <laughs> mm. I, I will say they actually do have a queer representation on the show. Yeah. Um, it's not always just a straight dude or straight girls. It's That's they lovely. have bi girls, they have gay guys, like they do mix it up. I have first a friend, one, course, straight guy. I have a friend who thinks that I would be perfect for the show Love is Blind. Cause I can like convince anyone oh, of anything. Oh, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, the Colombian girl was married. Oh my God, that's an awkward date when you don't speak one another's language. Yeah. I can't imagine, but there are lots of people who do it, especially on 90 Day Fiance. Oh, they are. I don't think I could. I think I, just because communication is just so important, you want to make sure they know what they're agreeing to, I guess. I would just be worried. Yeah, I mean, like, that we're just talking about completely different things. And especially I think in like queer and poly relationships, like we need to really make sure that we're speaking the same language and like make sure that our terminology matches up because like our desires and like the ways we want to date are so like outside of what is like culturally expected. Ashley is banging. For sure. She's gorgeous. Holy hell. Her hair is so Right. She's so pretty. (laughs) And <laughs> she's like, we need a shot. Yeah. Right. I don't, no. I don't know how I feel about that on a date. That's a lot for me is to like have to do shots with someone right away. Yeah. There's a lot of drinking on the show. Um, and not that there's anything wrong with drinking on a date. It's just it, every date they're usually getting sloshed. And I'm kind of like, that seems a little not excessive. safe, but you know, yeah. Uh, a little excessive. Also not, not enough of them. Pre-COVID and sharing food with a stranger isn't something that will like never fail to baffle me at this point. Right. (laughs) This girl's like, I eat a lot, get ready. I always thought it was weird that there are girls who like, when they go on dates, they'll only eat like a salad or something dainty. Oh God. Uh, I'm not like that. If I want to eat a burger, I'm going to eat a burger or a sloppy Joe. I, I need like, to know how messy I am. If we're gonna- Yeah, no, I'm the least dainty person. Like literally the first thing I will do is drop food on my titties. And I know that you understand this feeling. I do. I'm always dropping food on my titties, in my titties, finding it later. I found a quarter in my bra. I forgot it was there. I found the back of a pin and popcorn. (laughs) Mine recently, like on the same day that I didn't know was there. Yep. Going to the movies with me is like getting a whole second snack when you get home. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, oh, if I'm hungry, I have a dessert right here. That's fantastic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I love how this girl is just like, we're going to have this, we're going to have this. And I'm from Jersey. Yes, we're going to have this too. Oh, she's, I remember her very clearly from this episode for something in particular she does involving the food. So oh, you're in for a treat. Um, okay. I really want to know how his hair stays like that and how he can breathe with his collar up that high. Um, he looks like a real estate guy. She's right. I'm guessing yell. Oh, I like her earrings. Yeah. It's really cool. She looks way too cool for him. Right. <laughs> she would be too cool for him. Yeah. And I just happened to land in real estate. Okay. So I have a list of jobs that I would be really, 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 really good at, but I can't do because I would feel like I was selling my soul. And number one on that list is real estate. Mm-hmm. I went to want to do real estate. I would hundred percent turn into the mom from American Beauty, and that's my biggest nightmare. Oh I would God. somehow become <laughs> my name would become Karen. It would be ter- terrible, and I would be so good at it, and I would make so much money that I'd never be able to quit. 
Mm-hmm. But then you just be perpetually miserable too, because she's just miserable that whole movie. Exactly. 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 Yeah. I love mm-hmm. the girl from Massachusetts who's like, I'm a tech idiot, but I work at a tech startup. <laughs> oh, I did I tell you that there is an episode where there's a girl who goes on a, one of her dates is a poly guy. Oh no, you didn't tell me that. Does it go well for them? Yeah. No, <laughs> he's horrible. He's like the, they got like the worst poly guy in New Orleans to be on a date. He mm. he's poly, um, but only dates bisexual women. Mm-hmm. And they're only allowed to date with other women. Mm-hmm. Um, because, quote, he wants women who love other women as much as he does. So he's mm-hmm. an OPPs, one penis policies for the listeners who don't know. Uh, and also, he's a landlord. <laughs> I mean, I'm also a landlord, but probably in a different way. Yeah. But also. Yeah, he's like a big time one. I don't like him already. I can feel his energy from here yeah. and it needs to go away because I have dated that really? man in every iteration he ex- mm-hmm. ever existed. He can't catch flies with those chopsticks. What a liar. He cannot. Yeah. He's lying. Oh, here it is. Oh. <laughs> oh, girl. This girl's nuts yeah (laughs) oh my god she was like a very loud eater I don't know that I could go on a second date with her it gives you a flavorful mouthness she doesn't believe like in closing her mouth when she chews (laughs) literally (laughs) oh my god she's Mags she's like encouraging this man with his mouth wide open this is really really awkward he does not look comfortable and okay with this and the funny thing is just because of how like fucking generic he looks this is probably the most exciting thing he's done in a while (laughs) it's like not close his mouth and chewing yes oh my god this is, a re- this is why I chose this episode. It's like, uh, I think we got to watch it so I can see you react to the Oh chewer. my God, it's so awkward. I love this girl who's like, really? I want to know your whole dating life. Just tell me all of it. Yeah, let's trauma bond. Let's go, come on. <laughs> I mean, that's really what we do when we share our dating histories. We're just trauma bonding. This is true. She's like, I don't get asked on dates. Yeah. I'm really hot. She, she is. is really hot. I mean, good for her. She is. Mm-hmm. No way. She's like, no way am I approaching someone. No. I'm with her, actually. You you come to me, you come to me and present yourself. That is the kind of woman she is. And yeah, her. I mean, as a femme, I deeply understand that. <laughs> If you want to date me, you can let me know because I'm just too dumb to notice. Right. I'm an oblivious disaster by over here. So just tell yeah, me. I'm just like disaster queer mom of busyness. So if you want me to carve out time for you because mm-hmm. you want to kiss me, cool. But like, you have to tell me about it. So, <laughs> right. I can't figure it out on my own. Oh gosh. Did they get gazpacho on their first date? That is something I could definitely not eat on a first date. I think they did. Definitely end up on my titties. (laughs) (laughs) Everything would end up on on the titties. It's true. It's true. One of my ex's nicknames for me was uh, noodle boob because there was just always a noodle there. (laughs) Noodle boob. Oh my God, the Colombian girl can't remember his name. Because that's how generic he is. Oh, and then he made fun of her. Oh. Um, so what is the weirdest thing someone's ever said to you like early in your dating? Oh God. Weirdest thing, weirdest thing. Ugh. Okay, I'll go first. What do you think? Ready? Like on, a, like on a, like on a, 
sure or like just early in your like courtship you know like so my sweetheart my current sweetheart early in my courtship was like babe you know what I'm doing tomorrow I was like what he's like I'm getting a tattoo I was like really what are you getting he's like your name on my neck and I was like you're what <laughs> and he was totally fucking with me and I totally believed him what <laughs> oh god <laughs> I was like, are you serious? That's terrifying. Yeah. I was like, if you're serious, we really have to have a conversation right now. Oh God. That would, oh, yeah, that'd terrify me. Um, well, I, I th- I've told this story a couple of times um, that there was this guy I went on a couple of dates with and it was like, okay, it was uh-huh. fine. Um, on our first date, I made this very like jokey, off the cuff remark about being a fat girl because like I am a bit of a fat girl he got dead serious dead serious and looked me in the eye and was like you're not fat you're beautiful if you were fat I wouldn't be attracted to you that was our last date (laughs) I hate him too oh thank god honestly thank god for masks working in retail hmm (laughs) Yeah, it was, it was bad. And there were other things he said too, that was just really problematic. Like he would say things about like, are there really 76 genders? And there was like a lot of like red flags there. So I was like trying mm. to benefit of the doubt. Cause he would at least talk to me about some of it, but then it would just, he just kept doing it. And I was like, Ugh. Oh, and then the he said that, I was like, nope, we're done. Yeah. So now we're leaving. Oh, oh, he also believed in demons, by the way. Oh, great. Cool. Maybe he was my cousin. Yeah, he was fun. We should probably talk about that later. Oh, Oh, so Tiffany just grabbed him, started making out with him. The girl <laughs> who eats weird. She seems like the one who, she's yeah. probably a Scorpio, let's be honest here. She's wrong. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think that is the one way they do make the show a little more quote unquote dramatic is I think they always throw a wild card in there on purpose and she's the wild card this episode for sure. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for old, sure. Sure. Girl, you're leaving your purse oh, on a bench in New York? Look at those legs. I mean, granted, you're on a TV show. Oh, she's going to make him dance. There is a camera crew. Right. Oh, yeah, because she's like a tango dancer, I think, or something. I, I think I missed salsa. it, but she said her job was yeah, salsa. That's right. Yeah. I don't like straight flirting, but look at also, her legs. She has... <laughs> her legs are incredible. They're like up to her neck. Oh my gosh. So today I was hanging out my room with my roommate and his partner. Wow. That edible just hit. And we were talking <laughs> about yeah. sexy lingerie, but like then it, the sexy lingerie on like a website where it's like, they've Photoshopped out the nipples and like clearly turned this model into a Barbie because you can't show these things, mm-hmm. you know, on like a normal yeah. website. And so we were talking and like my roommate is a dear sweet oblivious boy and he was like I don't understand why that would be sexy why not just put it on like a guy in a green suit and we're like because that doesn't sell these things like it's fine don't worry about it Mm -hmm. and so then we described the girl that it was on and then my roommate's partner drew the girl that I described and it was just an anime cricket like legs up to her ears 18 inch waist giant titties it was just an anime cricket Oh my God. That sounds disturbing. Right. But when you said legs up to her ears, I was like, oh, but no, don't describe anyone that way. But not get really. No. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> get a cricket. Turns out. Okay. I'll be careful. I'll be yeah. careful not to say that. <laughs> you get an anime cricket. It's fine. Oh, look at her heels. I can't even, even try. Uh, uh, she, those are some great legs. I know she is beautiful. Like, she is, but yeah, I, I, God, I can't even less than I wore heels. <laughs> I so love this Ashley girl. She's like, you know, that was fun, but we're not soulmates. Mm-hmm. We'll be friends and we'll meet someone through each other. That's how New York City works. <laughs> yeah, nice little hug. Yeah. And I, I kind of like that too. Sometimes these dates do end kind of early, but they usually end usually nicely. Once a great while, there's like, you know, someone being a jerk, but. I would just also, like, yeah, I-, I would wait for my date's Uber to show. 
But again, New York, I guess, is probably different dating rules than Portland, Maine. I don't know. I've run out of dates in Portland, Maine. Yeah, I will say she looked like she was kind of over him too, though. Like by the, after she said bye to him and gave him the hug, she was kind of just like, "All right, go away now." Like she seemed like she was fine. That's true. That's true. <laughs> oh man, he likes this mass hole girl. He does. She didn't eat like a weirdo. <laughs> yep, she knows how to chew with her mouth shut. That is a, <laughs> a plus in her favor. <laughs> yeah, good for her. I can't imagine dating in New York City. I feel like that would be too I've been, big. Um, I've been listening to, to an interesting podcast called 51 First Dates. That's uh-huh. all about this girl going on dates in New mm-hmm. York. Um, and she's literally going on like a date a week. Uh, and it's been really interesting. And they, they keep talking about all these New York places. And I'm like, that sounds nice. I've never been there. But yeah, it sounds so intense, my, though. My <laughs> very first podcast was called Pursuing Portland. And it was m- about me being Polly and going on dates. And it lasted four dates. Oh, cool. And then I was already exhausted and I was like, done so. <laughs> Four dates is enough. <laughs> it was already too much. I had one girl yeah. who flew in for a date and it was the day after I did Naked People Reading. And so she came to Naked People Reading the night before. So like she had already seen me like fully buck ass naked. Yeah. And then we went <laughs> on an eight hour date. It was super fun. <laughs> But I was like, oh, hi, you saw me naked yesterday. How are you? But um, there's also, it just also kind of makes sense. There's something about very, I don't know, very queer about going on an eight-hour date with a girl that saw you naked on stage. And came into town specifically to go on a date with you, right? You know, like, of course yeah. you did. But like stayed with another friend who you already went on a date with for the podcast. Yeah, that's Portland yep. queer for you right there. A thousand percent. <laughs> okay, this girl oh. can't get out the door because she's too drunk. And she was pushing. Yeah, I think she tried to push it and, pull. and walked into it. To be fair, I've done that sober though. <laughs> I mean, same Z's. I go through four coffee pots a year. I'm so clumsy. I like can't be a person. Yeah. <laughs> when was your last in-person date? Well, so <laughs> I met a boy on the internet <laughs> during COVID and he too. came to Maine at the very beginning of this month for an eight-day date oh. in an Airbnb in the middle of nowhere. So I 90-day oh, fiancéed so my life, cute. except we're not getting married. Oh, my I, God. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we stayed in a little Airbnb. I made sure it had two bedrooms just in case we, like, needed to get away from each other. But we didn't and we had like a super lovely time and he brags about me on the internet which is like my absolute love language and he sends me pizza to work when I'm having busy days and he's just pretty great oh that's amazing yeah that's so, so I went on an eight day first date where I also invited wow, several of that's... my friends to come visit nice yeah again very queer Portland thing to do mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, Meet all my friends on our first date. Yeah, yeah. Well, basically, right. I was just like, these are my pals that you need to meet. When we booked the trip, we didn't think he would be able to get any get to meet anyone. And like, it was before anyone was vaccinated. And we're both vaccinated now. And so like, it was a different, mm-hmm. different trip than we had planned, which was lovely, because it meant he got, did get to meet some of my friends. But it was also like, he met one set of my friends who showed up like literally 24 hours after we met. And they're like, how's it going? And I'm like, I don't know yet, guys. Chill. <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> yeah. I was like, we it's haven't nice even phoned. Give us a back second. Back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I still need to process my own feelings before I can tell them to you. <laughs> right. All we've done is eat pizza and go to bed and wake up and have coffee. And so far that's been pretty lovely, but like, that's all I have. <laughs> This girl just made a joke about roofing him. I like her less now. Uh, yeah, that's all cringy. <laughs> Jesus. I mean, I think she's trying to be self-deprecating, which like I can appreciate, but also maybe not in that way, sweetie. Oops, my uh, extra light just went out. So now I am lit from one side. Cool. Oh. 
I don't know why. It just it's the good side. Working. Yeah, I love that. I did break it last week and it's currently being held together with super glue and a hair tie. So <laughs> there's that aspect Diver of things. in that shit. Yeah. All right. So now the question is, who's going to get the second date? I think Massachusetts girl is going to get the second date. Oh my God. He's so boring. I can't even handle him. So boring. I actually think it might be um, the girl with the accent, Betty. The Colombian girl. Yeah. She was also very cute. And Colombian girl. I think it might be her. They had a very good chemistry. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oh, no, it was. You're right. You're right. It was the masculine girl. girl. She's cute. She's like quirky cute. That's what I go for. Quirky cute. Yes. She's like, I thought I scared The fact that she walked into a door was very, uh, very endearing. Yeah. Second date. She's like, you clean up well. You've only seen him in a suit. Did you see him in something? (laughs) Like, he was not wearing gray sweatpants, sweetie. Right? He was fine. Okay. So they're on their second date. Woo, that's so exciting. That was fun. Thank you so much. Yeah, no problem. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, it's a really fun show to just like sit through, just kind of rip and kind of enjoy to see like. Yeah, I, I could know, do this see, one. See which ones they're gonna pick. Yeah, I could binge this one. I'm currently um, <laughs> we have a lot of names for it in my house. I'm currently binging Sister Wives. I've been calling it Mormon Moms because <laughs> I don't care about nice. him at all. I only care about the moms. Mm-hmm. I'm like season yeah. ten. It's bad. How many seasons does that have? Like 17. Jesus, I didn't know that. Yeah, you wow. go through whole ass children's lives with them. Wow. That's they a, become yeah, like, if you start, wow. Right, because the babies become whole ass people. And then yeah. like the kids that were teenagers. 17. Right. But the kids that were like teenagers when it started are like getting married and like doing their own thing. And like, mm-hmm. it's crazy. I'm very deep in it. It's my secret shame. I only Do went to one the- home. Do any of the kids like go on to get their own sister wives? And then it's like, that's like the show follows those kids too, or they just focus the, on the main people. So it's focused on the main family, but every tell all they ask all the kids if they're planning on being polygamous when they grow up and all the okay. boys are like, it's too much fucking work. No, thank you. <laughs> because something I didn't super realize about mormon culture before this show and i don't know if it's true of like all of mormonism or just like these guys but like the boys are brought up to treat women like the be all and end all you know like it's a very interesting Mm -hmm. like you are so lucky to get a wife you know (laughs) like good job women are women are very special one fell for you good job bro is sort of like the situation and then when they're polygamous it's like holy shit you got two how the fuck look at you go man (laughs) yeah right so so like that's a weird aspect of the culture that I never like really thought I would be like huh I kind of dig that you know yeah I didn't know that either that's that is a nice (laughs) yeah and so the boys in particular in particular are like I don't think I can do it the way my dad did like I don't think I can show up for all those people you know and like that's like a really Mm. important part of it is like I don't think I can show up for everybody like that and like then the daughters all have a moment around it when like they're in high school or they're like maybe I will because they definitely like see the benefits of it and like especially if they want big families and so like you get this whole benefit of having two mothers on hand and that makes literally everything easier you know but they're also like I don't think I could share which like good on them for knowing themselves and like having put in the thought yeah no that's very self-aware for especially for their ages be able to sit down and think about different styles of relationships and then also if you're able to show up for multiple partners yeah yeah how old were you really important. You, how old were you when you started identifying as Polly? Not that this is going to like, I won't, I won't um, keep you Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, I think I was, it was right before my 30th birthday is when I um, came out as Polly because I was still monogamous, but then we broke up, I moved out. And then it was mm-hmm. like, when I moved out of that apartment and moved into this one that I'm currently in still that I decided to, to, to pursue the non-monogamy as it were. Yeah. So that was three and a half ish years ago now. I have known I was poly literally my whole life. It's like one of, I knew I was poly before I knew I was queer. 
Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Like I couldn't not make out with everybody in high school. Like I couldn't not want to kiss someone new while I was was already dating someone. And that was like a problem for everybody. Mm -hmm. And then Mm -hmm. when I was 19, of course I dated a guy who was like super into the idea of like two gals. And so I was super into the idea of Mm -hmm. like dating another gal. And so of course that became a thing. And like my ex-husband and I weren't monogamous. So like I was really lucky to be in a position when he and I split that like I already had another partner and I stayed with that partner for five more years. And so did he. And so like they were really important relationships to like guide us into the next step of our lives. But like ultimately they ended up sort of falling apart at the same time. And now I've been doing solo poly Mm -hmm. for like five-ish years now, I think, which is interesting. Do you you like being solo poly as compared to that? Oh, for sure. Because like, for me, I'm so busy. And so like my love language is like my gift of time. Right. And so like, if I'm spending time with you, that's a big fucking deal. And if I am like intentionally setting aside a time for you, that's like an even bigger deal for me. And so like people in my life know that and really appreciate it. And if you don't understand that aspect of my life, then like, it's just not going to happen. It was like, generally, I I completely agree with that. Although my relationships do tend to look pretty monogamous, even though like they're not necessarily so. Yeah. No, Just that totally makes sense. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a fun combo of like solo poly with like relationship anarchy. Ba- basically my thing is like, I just want to let relationships develop however they're going to develop. And me and the person that I'm involved with, we figure it out. Like I might yes. really no no one person gets to decide what I do with my other relationships and every relationships, its own unique little thing. And we figure it right. out until yeah. very recently. I didn't have any partners but like you I met a boy on the internet (laughs) I do have one now who's in Texas Texas (laughs) is so far they made poor James fly to Texas before he got to fly to Maine from Nashville oh god jeez yeah he had the longest day of travel ever I bet I bet yeah when I booked the flight it was not like that I just would like to continue to say this in my own defense No, I, I thought you did something. I thought you purposely were bouncing him around the country. I did not do that. Here. Southwest did that, but it's fine. It was a free flight. It's fine. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, okay. I'm currently like very like hard eyed and like deep in that new relationship energy and like, it's super lovely, but also Deep's like, uh, mm-hmm. it's, it's my jam. It's my favorite thing in the world to be perfectly honest. And so like, I've recognized oh, yeah. that, but we also like have really practical talks a lot because I am just like a very practical human being and so like we've Mm -hmm. talked a lot about like how our relationship isn't on an escalator and like there are no next steps it's just whatever we want it Mm -hmm. to be and that's like really Mm -hmm. nice so yeah yeah oh that's good that's good that's that's what I like to hear I like hearing people just gush about their partners and how they're saying screw you heteronormativity and and the society that we live in oh he's like the gayest trans boy that's ever gayed he's just a big bear daddy it's fine i'm just a tiny otter on the inside he really is bear daddy i love that he is he's a big bear daddy he like Mm -hmm. is part of the leather scene like of course we don't know each other but we have like mutual kink friends and so of course like one of my kink friends was like how the fuck do you know him and i was like the internet small place friend (sighs) it really is it's a Mm -hmm. very small place and being queer on the East Coast is a very, very small place. So being queer and poly on the East Coast. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like let's take yep. let's take this down to our nichest of niche dating pools and then wonder why I get really it's, approaching um, 40. Right. There was a I made a joke in my my first full video essay, which is all about unicorn hunting, by the way. I love that one so much, that by the way. Thank you. I love it too. But I make a joke in it that the the well i'm saying about unicorn hunters but i think this is applicable to the main dating scene which is less of an ocean of possibilities and more like a dirty pothole after it rains Mm -hmm. and i think that's just true Mm -hmm. for the polyqueer dating scene here in maine it's very small it's very incestuous too and right and once you get to a certain age like you can't date the new kids that are coming to town because they're going to mecca because you're too old for the new kids you just look like a creep but like in a like all right all right all right kind of way Yeah. I, I no, thank you. <laughs> perpetually that guy. I want to be that person. It's bad. It's bad. I try not to be, but they're also so cute. <laughs> they're so I, cute. I described I, myself as your local neighborhood Puma recently. <laughs> uh, can't wait to be a Puma. <laughs> it's actually pretty fun. I'm not even going to lie. It's like pretty fun. 
because I'm like, I don't care if you like me or not. I just say the things I say. Aren't I hilarious? Uh, I think it's just really the level of not giving a shit that I'm mostly looking forward to as I get older and Honestly, develop into a fine wine. <laughs> it's the beauty of your late thirties. Like everything's a disaster, mm-hmm. but you don't fucking care anymore. <laughs> Perfect. That's yeah. what I'm looking forward to. Thank you for flying high with pilot lights. Yeah. If you'd like to help support the show or check out any of our social media, Go to pilotlights.com. Please take two minutes, go to Apple Podcasts and take a few minutes to give us five stars and a review. It really does help us on the business end of things. And Sweden, thanks so much. We're currently number 59 on the all-time Swedish TV review podcast list, obviously. I don't know why, but thank you and your meatballs and your furniture. And a super special thanks to our Patreon supporters. We have April, Helen, Casey, Megan, Rachel, Riley, Sailor, Skip, and fucking Russ guy. Bye. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. And please, y'all go check out mainly Mandy's YouTube. I'm going to link to it in our show notes like I always do. And now a quick word about our sponsors, Sensibox. You can find them online at www.sensi-box.com. Sensibox is a stoner's lifestyle box that comes super discreetly packaged. You can get a subscription for a year, a few months, or even a single month. As long as you place that order by the 10th, you're in for that month's theme. Their regular box contains seven to 10 items a month, including a custom handcrafted bowl. Their light box has five to seven items and is also a great value. In the regular box, they've been doing these handcrafted ceramic bowls as part of their Art of the Smoke series. For May, the theme is bees and this box is adorable. In June, they'll have a skunk theme box and for July, they're doing an adorable seashell themed box. We really adore Sensi Box and we love that they also include other awesome stoner accessories. We've gotten everything from rolling papers and filters to socks and jewelry. If you want to try them out, make sure you let them know that Pilot Lights sent you by giving them the code PILOTLIGHTS at checkout. You'll even get 10% off your first order. Again, you can find them online at sensi-box.com and make sure you use the code PILOTLIGHTS, that's P-I-L-O-T-L-I-T-E-S, for 10% off your first order. Get your box.